welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. This is it's actually a short episode, but uh, I have a very special guest in person with me, Carly. Oh, who, not so special. I've been on the show before. Like once, like <laughs> yeah. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Hi, everyone. All right, so she's we're here for E3. This is a few days before the show starts, and uh, we're just gonna throw this out there as a. Uh, as a pre-E3 kind of thing, um, and uh, it's actually going to be themed because uh, for those of you who haven't listened to it yet, um, we have a very special interview with Tommy Tallarico on RFN, and uh, we thought it would be appropriate, since he is a uh, music composer, to kind of do a, a special episode dedicated to that, uh, promoting that. Uh, he's he's going to be doing video games live at, uh, was it Thursday? It's Thursday yeah, yes. after E3 in E3 L.A. closing the, ceremony. At the uh, Nokia Theater. So uh, we kind of wanted to, to give a shout-out for that. And so uh, we're doing two games, and both of them uh, are games Tommy's worked on. So uh, that's kind of a hint, another themed episode, if you will, um, albeit a short one. Um, with that, I think we'll just get started. Mm-hmm. Question here: We're only doing two songs per game. I, I guess I didn't mention that uh, two songs per game since this is a short episode. But uh, so here's your question: uh, What does the main character use as a whip in this game?
short but sweet. Um, this is... It's Earthworm Jim for the Super Nintendo. Uh, this is probably one of Tommy's most famous games. Um, Earthworm Jim, certainly a very popular game. Uh, at least in the early 90s. It had a TV show. Did, did that TV show come out in, in Europe? Yes, we had it too, yeah. I, I recall enjoying the TV show a lot more than the game itself, to be honest. Um, well, at the time, there were a lot of similar platformers for SNES. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, it, this one kind of had attitude, but it was kind of zany attitude as opposed to the super angry attitude. So, um, the, the game has a lot of animation. I mean, Earthworm Jim is like stretching and squishing, and I mean, that seems like what strikes me the most about Earthworm Jim. Um, but the levels seem to be varied. Um, I only played a little bit of it at a friend's house, but. I mean, one level is a straight platform, and the other one, he's on like a bungee jumping kind of. It's not a problem. I guess it's probably a snot bungee. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, did you ever play the game, or? No, I didn't play that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, the TV show is what I actually remember more, and uh, I guess Earthworm Jim was always in his suit. I don't remember. His, was it the suit that made him smart, or...? <laughs> I don't remember, I just remember the theme tune now. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Quite a catchy theme tune for the um, cartoon. I'll have to dig that up then, maybe. <laughs> but, um, the Earthworm Jim uh, has a variety of moves. Um, he has, like, a blaster, but he can also use his head kind of as a, as a whip. And so he uses it to grapple across ledges, and uses it to, like, twirl down slowly, and it sort of an all-in-one thing on his head. So, um, I don't know. I, it, it's it's an interesting game. I I think that they put more effort into the presentation than the gameplay, but there are a lot of good ideas in it. Um, I don't know. I guess we chose a bad game to talk about because <laughs> we don't know anything about this game.
think I'm in New Orleans right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It kind of has that French Quarter um, vibe to it. Uh-huh. So the question is, what other similar, more high-profile game did this publisher work on for the arcade? Okay, so that was this final game, final song for this mini-episode. Um, and the game is Pac-Man World Rally for the GameCube, um, which also came out for uh, PC and PSP and PlayStation 2. But um, this is a Mario Kart clone through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, Aaron Kaluska reviewed this uh, when it was first released, and he's like says it's like a shameless... Mario Kart clone, like, through and through, seriously. And, um, well, he praised the music, and it really is good music, and he said that production's actually pretty good, like, the presentation's good, they, they have cameos uh, from other Namco uh, characters, like Kanamari Damashi's in there, they actually have that, the song uh, in the game. And, um... So basically we have Mario Kart, but with Namco characters instead. Right, and and uh, I think it's I it might have been a budget title. There were only 15 tracks. Um, I seem to recall it being kind of a budget title. But the strange thing is, this came out like a year after Namco and Nintendo had teamed up to make a Mario Kart game for the arcade, Mario Kart GP. So it's kind of kind of strange that they made a Mario Kart game and then they made a Mario Kart clone afterwards. And maybe it was a different development studio when it was published by Namco, but. Still kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron said as well the tracks on Pac-Man World Running were more crowded. I think the Mario Kart ones were more similar. Yeah. To the original. I don't know, but it's kind of strange. I don't know. Um, but the, 
it's not a bad kart racer from my understanding, it's just very, very derivative. <laughs> so, uh, I, I doubt it did very well. I think it got, what we see, what did we see, we looked this up, it was like 6, 60%, something like 50s that. 50s and 60s. Yeah, so it uh, wasn't very high in the game rankings, uh, scores, so, but, but it has good music, and, um, and so... I salute the musicians, uh, Tommy in particular. I think there were other composers on this game, I'm not sure. But uh, he was certainly one of them. And um, uh, they remixed a lot of the tracks from the games that they used the characters from as well. Right, so I mean, those two were Pac-Man remixes, but there's, I think, a Galaga remix, and like I said, there's Kanamari Damashi, and there's probably some other stuff that I don't recognize. But um, they certainly had fun making it, if, if, uh, if not for kind of the old-school vibes. Um, but that's back on World Valley. If you haven't heard our uh, interview with Tommy, uh, Jonathan Metz interviews him and, and talks about all sorts of stuff, um, including uh, video games live, both uh, what, what the production's like, uh, behind the scenes, uh, dealing with musicians, um, going on tour, and he also talks about uh, some other stuff too, um, like Metroid Prime. He talks about the his mysterious work on Metroid Prime, um, and some other stuff too, Miyamoto. Uh, it's a really good interview. Yeah, it was very interesting, and he goes into a lot of detail about everything as well. Right, now he, he's um, not afraid to share, and that's totally awesome. So um, check that out, that's on the uh, Radio Free Nintendo feed, and uh, you'll also be hearing from both of us probably uh, throughout the E3 week as we do uh, podcast in the evening. It's, it's very likely that we'll be recapping at least a few of our days. So uh, look forward to that and uh, hopefully we'll have a, a full episode for you in, in a couple more weeks of radio trivia. But for now, uh, this is all you get, so take it or leave it. <laughs> right, bye everyone. Jim is copyright 1994, Shinny Entertainment. Pac-Man World Rally is copyright 2006, Namco Bandai.